0: Yes, welcome back to How Did I Get Here? Uh, this is, of course, the show where we're asking the question, well, how did you get here? If you've been watching the show for a bit, you'd know I love chatting to up-and-coming local musos and bands, especially I'm here in Perth, so it's always Perth bands. Today's guest, no exception, Tom and Lenny from the up-and-coming band, hugely popular, I should say, Dice, joined me today. G'day, guys, thanks How's for joining child? me. All oh, good? good, thanks All right. for having us. Always like to start at the beginning, you know, how did how did music enter your life? Uh, I think music's actually been a huge part of all of our lives, uh,
1: especially with our parents growing up yeah. in Perth. Like the music scene's always been pretty important with um, all the pub scene and you, mm. yeah, just oh, Aussie rock really just has a huge, been a huge influence through all of our childhoods and yeah. And then picked up a guitar when I was twelve for the first time and right, yeah. got forced to do piano lessons with my grand <laughs> when um I was six and. That wasn't fun at all, and I couldn't couldn't tell you how to play a piano now. But yeah, I think music's been a huge part of all of our lives from pretty much day one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, music came into my life when I was like uh, in primary school, and one of my mates was moving to Germany and he was selling his drum kit. So oh, I just, right. I just bought that off him and then started learning, Learned the wrong way, but still. <laughs> <learn>. <laughs> that was actually the
0: next question. Like I've spoken to a few musos before. I know that picking up the sticks, you know, at a young age, it's Ooh, call it a big investment like uh it's a bit more expensive there's a bit more space needed for drums than there is for guitar yeah, you know? definitely was it always a, a dream to be a drummer or like um, was it just that like what you said then
2: well not really uh, well that was just like the first experience and yeah. um I just hopped on it because I bought it for like 50 dollars yeah and then I started learning it like that and we had that uh this little upstairs room where I just kept my drum kit and it just became a little jam room mm. at my old house. How, yeah. how did the parents feel about a drum kit in the house? Actually, it was really? surprisingly good. Like, um, they were very supportive about it. Uh, the neighbours, not so much, but, <laughs> but yeah. I oh, love it. And Tom, for you, always
0: guitar? I know you yeah, mentioned piano I, there.
1: Yeah, I always dreamed of playing guitar. And yeah. as I said, music's always been a huge part of my life. Whether I'm playing sport or anything, music was always at the forefront never really learned that much theory but just like listening to music and wanting to sing and dance all the time from a young age and then yeah I wasn't allowed to get a guitar till I was 12 and then (laughs) got one and sort of just picked it up and self-taught from there and sort of dabbled a bit throughout high school just always tried to start a band but never really knew what I was doing like with the guitar itself really just tried to play what I could and then sort of yeah and during COVID sort of picked it up properly and then band started and then sort of had to really like teach myself like more fundamentals and like actual like theory stuff of guitar and yeah and it's Mm. gone really well so far I'm loving it.
0: Now of course I got the two of you in here today the room's probably not big enough because there are two other members. (laughs) Um, How did you all meet?
1: Uh, So me Ben and Regan so Ben's the singer and plays rhythm guitar and Regan is the bassist. We all went to school together at Hale and from the actual the first day of year seven me and Ben got buddied up to be like partners or friends, whatever you want to call it, where you sort of hang out with them at lunchtime and stuff. (laughs) And, yeah, I guess the rest is sort of history from there. So we all just got along throughout school. We were all in the same house. And, yeah, we just would hang out on the weekends. We'd be playing sport together and stuff. And then, yeah, yeah, just long-time friendship. And then...
2: I was the old one. Yeah, how did you come into the mix? Yeah, so that was like uh, just under a year ago uh, I came in and we played a few gigs together. Um, with my old band and I was just supporting you guys. And then uh, I, I saw their old drummer, Casper, left and I kind of jumped on it, just messaged them. And um, yeah, I was like pretty keen to join the band and it just worked out well.
0: Absolutely. You know, going to school together, especially for you, Tom, wh- where did the idea of starting a band come from?
1: Uh, well, I think myself and Ben were always really into our like sort of Aussie rock music with like Ocean Alley and... All those bands throughout sort of like 2014 through to 2017 and then during year 12 we actually had like a house arts competition had to put together yeah. a band um for the house arts cup and obviously me ben and regan were all in the same house so we actually like got put together for the first time to make some music and we jammed it with each other before and then that was sort of like wow we can actually like we yeah. can play music together we've got good chemistry and, yeah, and then it sort of dropped off after high school for a bit during COVID and then uh, when me and Ben started the band, uh, we just said who's like someone else who can jump on guitar or bass and Regan was the first one who came to mind because we knew we worked well with him and he was a good friend and we hadn't really been hanging out with him that much since we graduated so it was nice to reconnect with him and sort of like instantly be like best mates again which was really cool. Mm.
0: You know, speaking of the, the student life, uh, of course here at Student Edge we love hearing about who you, who you were as students, you know. How would you describe yourselves as students?
1: Uh,
0: oh, i let I'll Lenny go with this one. So I, think I think we're
2: actually pretty on different ends of the spectrum for this one. So. Oh, I don't really know how to describe myself. Th- uh, I wasn't a teacher's pet, I wouldn't say. <laughs> there were a Not few quite. teachers that didn't like me too much. But at the same time, like, I, I got on with the, um, the music teachers especially. Mm. They were very supportive. And I, I don't really know when it comes down to, like, I was – Quite sporty, yeah. Um, hung out with those, that that one of type the cool of kids group. yeah Not <laughs> the footy team though. Not the footy team. Um, yeah, just like it's, it's just mixed group. Yeah, Tom.
1: Yeah, I just think I was like your yeah, average sort of bloke at school. I <laughs> Just <laughs> like, a normie. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I just <laughs> sort of got on with it and tried to be friends with everyone and played a lot of rugby. I was playing like seven days a week and mm. got super lucky. Got to tour the country a couple of times playing rugby and got right, to go right, to Canada. Really? which was super exciting but yeah just yeah one of those guys who just, like, tried to get along with everyone i guess <laughs> i guess that's the still how i style. am now
0: what we yeah. what we always love to hear on the show is is favorite and least favorite subject
1: ooh that's
2: good that's a good question do you want to go
1: i really enjoyed english and i think yeah? it sort of was one of those subjects that came pretty naturally to me and then i hated art but only the practical side of it i really like the writing side of art and like the art history and stuff but my art teacher didn't really like me throughout year eleven and twelve. So, whenever I did, whether it was like painting or drawing, he would be like, oh, "Not good enough, not good enough." And then he always tried to change what I was doing. So, yeah, wasn't a biggest fan of art, but yeah.
2: Interesting. Um, I would have to say my favorite and least favorite subject was the same because right. it was split into two: is music and the practical side. I got to play drums, I got to like perform, and I was quite good at that compared to the theory side because i was learning how to play piano from the start of the year so they were already expecting me to get that <laughs> certain level like year 12 level um and i was just beginning so that was really difficult I uh, didn't enjoy that too much but uh the performance side was really good yeah
0: we've never had the same subject favorite yeah, in in and least favorite that's, that's very good you know uh Tom, you were just mentioning before Ocean Alley and stuff was big inspiration for you. Is that kind of music you're all into is, as students, you know? Yeah,
1: I think, yeah, definitely <coughs> like Ocean Alley and Spacey Jane and all those Aussie mm. bands, DMAs during high school, as well as like a lot of like old like pub rock with like In Excess and all those cool. old Aussie rock bands like ACDC, especially for Regan. He's a huge into his old 70s and 80s music, while like me and Ben are a bit more on like the more modern side of... The scale, um, but yeah, I mean, just all those bands, like seeing like them grow throughout. Like I remember sitting in the back of, um, mass with Regan and, and all we would do, we wouldn't pay attention to, <laughs> to the actual mass <laughs> itself. We'd sit there watching um, live videos from like whether it was Red Hot Chili Peppers playing Classic. at um Woodstock '99 or whether it was like Ocean Alley Live mm. at Splendor or something, and we were just watching that and being like, wow, like like the idea of being in a band wasn't even there, but we were like, we want to do that someday, yeah. which is really cool.
2: Yeah, that's funny because I like. Re- vividly remember watching those two videos in mass class as well like we're pretty much the same person yeah, i guess i
1: love,
0: it. love it you know looking at there's there's a lot of different influences there and you kind of notice that in your music you know i, I was writing down yesterday as i'm listening to some of your tracks you know there's surf rock there's a bit of classic rock psychedelic and you know more how do, how do you describe your sound I
1: think we used to describe ourselves as surf rock. And yeah. I think with like the EP we've just recorded, um, we're going for a bit more, we're calling it alt rock, I think. Yeah. Which is just a bit like a bit less breezy and a bit more sort of heavier guitar tones and a bit more like the lyrics are a bit more meaningful and a bit more serious while still keeping that really like fun, like energetic sound. So yeah, I think alt, yeah. alt indie rock is sort of the way.
2: I mm. do think we're experimenting as well with different sounds at the moment because we are still quite early into the the career um, so we're just kind of seeing what feels right, and I think that this next EP is what feels right. It's yeah, it's very definitely. mixed up, mm. but it's also really cool because like it's diverse. Yeah, we sort of
1: just try bring like the dice sound to whatever yeah. sort of song we produce. We want like within yeah. the first two or three seconds for people to hear it, like whether it's the guitars or the drums or the vocals, and be like that's dice
0: Engaging. straight away. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Dice is the band. Uh, where did the name come from?
1: Uh, so it was back in 2019, uh, the year after we graduated and we went on a boy's trip to Bali. It was me and Ben and one of our other friends. And we went out one night and went did a bit of partying and then we ended up at a tattoo parlor at about three in the morning and we got matching dice tattoos, which I'm not sure if camera can see that, but on the back of my <laughs> calf, me and Ben got these tattoos and the act, the meaning behind that was Ben's granddad's last name was Dyson yeah. and he used to always like sign things off like drawing a dice and then write son um, and then so Ben was like I'm getting a dice tattoo and I was like well we're here on our first like ever like international holiday together let's like get matching tattoos and then that was yeah I think that was the name we stuck with after throwing up a th- a few different ones we went with um Mee Goreng was one of the other ones that which I was I was going for that one but Ben wasn't a fan we had the Jeez. we were the daydreamers at first daydreamers. I, I don't mind that one but yeah I think dice.
0: Short short, sharp, and sweet
2: says is says it all to go. yeah, yeah, and then oh, that's cool,
0: yeah, mm. uh you know as a as a band, you know today you as you're recording music, is there inspirational uh is inspirations, i
2: should say in, in terms of your music, something you're going for or one hundred percent there's yeah. a few like a few bands that mm. definitely do stick out to us and um inspire us a lot, uh I think this upcoming e p really been inspired by like arctic monkeys and the strokes yeah um but it also has that like lighter like there's a few songs in there that are quite uh, quite a bit chill as well yeah it's it's definitely yeah
1: our take on sort of that like arctic monkeys like sort of like a bit of bit like a lot more brit pop in this record with like a lot more like open like chords we sort of got like going for like festival vibes really like we want these like show songs to be played like at like Ideally, like on the big stage where people are singing yeah. along, grabbing like arms around their best friends, sort of thing, which <laughs> is like, yeah, that's that's the dream, really. That's yeah. the vibe you want.
0: Yeah. yeah, you know. Speaking of musical influences, hero and heroes, of course, I do research for these interviews, and I found I find all these articles and interviews you've done, Tom. I found an article where you mentioned oh, no. your karaoke song is "Total Eclipse of the Heart" yes, by great, Bonnie Tyler. Great song, <laughs> great song, great song. Pretty far from your from your yeah. musical brand. In dice, where does the love for this song come from?
1: That's a very good question. I think it would have been just out ca- at karaoke one night, and that song would have got put on. And just I think the dynamic between the like two parts of the singing, yeah, just mm. it just hits different. But I've got a new karaoke song, which Ooh. is Parad- Paradise by the Dashboard and Light by oh, Meatloaf, which class. is an eleven-minute song. So <laughs> <laughs> whenever <we'll> I <laughs> chuck that one on, not, everyone sort of leaves the room, especially Lenny and Regan. they're yeah, not very fan, big man. fans of Meatloaf. So, but yeah, it's just great songs.
2: Lenny, Lenny, your karaoke oh, song. mine, <laughs> mine's "Beautiful Girl," um, Sean Kingston. All right, yeah, it's a yeah. beautiful girl. Beautiful be- girls, be- girls. Yeah. yeah. That's my duet That's with Hodgy, <laughs> the yeah. singer.
1: Yeah, and our one together "Love Story" by yeah. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. We've, every, oh. We always whip that one out to open the night.
2: We've covered that a couple times as well. Yeah, that was. Oh, has one, that yeah. been released at all, or oh, is that no, just we, not really live really Some videos of it somewhere, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, we
1: did it at an
0: all ages gig, which is really cool. Yeah, everyone was sticking along. Love loved that. I want to go through a couple of your songs that kind of stand out for me. I think Stop Sign is a single that got you a lot of attention when it was released. And, you know, it's now, I was looking at it, nearly five and a half million streams on Spotify. Can you tell us about this one?
1: It's just uh, meant to be sort of a fun track. It actually came about by accident. So we were uh, just jamming in our old warehouse that we used to write songs in and I was playing um, Roller Dice and I accidentally played like the wrong chord and I kept playing it over and over and Ben was telling me to stop <laughs> and Regan was like, Tom, keep going, keep going. And we just sort of jammed it out and it's like, it's actually a really like mm. um, simple song musically. It's only three chords and like, right, yeah. but it's just, it's about like the vibe of the songs, really fun and just one people can dance to and yeah. yeah, mm. So fun to play live as well. I think that's definitely like
0: favourite one. People sing along to so cool. loud to that one. Yeah, You know, building a song... Uh, as a band, where do you, where do you start out? What's the process?
2: Oh, it changes with each song, I reckon, but it yeah. usually starts with Ben, um, the lead singer coming in with an idea, maybe a chorus or a chord so progression lyric- lyrics that, first. Yeah, yeah. that he likes, and he kind of brings it in, and we all just um, like build on it and create something that we all like. And I think that our mu- our difference in musical taste, as a band all kinda comes together in the songwriting process and it's like a blend of all of our favourite sounds like yeah 100%, together. 100%. So yeah. yeah, it's not just um not really just Ben by himself. It's like a collaborative thing, but he's mm. definitely um, the lyric writer yeah, yeah
1: Yeah He's super good With that stuff And it's like A really collaborative process Like we let everyone Like write their own parts Like and everyone knows Like we leave the egos At the door And you write yeah. Like you're writing For the best interest Of the band Not because you want To have like a solo Or you want to have Like a really cool part It's like about What's best for the band And everyone's really good With understanding And helping out On that front Which is really cool So it feels yeah. like all four of us have contributed to the song rather than just like someone's wrote the song and we sort of got told what to do, which is Yeah, cool.
2: and we definitely have fun with it as well. Yeah. It's easy to write. Lenny, a
0: question for you. You know, as, as a bit of a music nerd, I think often it goes by the wayside, just what you can do with the drums, you know, the difference. You know, a lot of people just see it as the beat, but it's so much more than that, you know. Mm. What's your process in creating the drum part of a song?
2: Well, recently I've been like really focusing on less is more, Right, yeah. Because especially in this next EP, like, I do like to chuck in a few, like, hectic, like, fills in that. Yeah. But sometimes it's not the best thing for the song. Yeah. And I'm really, like, as I'm writing my parts, I'm really thinking, does this make everyone else in the band sound better or is it kind of overpowering? I don't want to overpower with my drum parts. So mm. um, there are definitely opportunities to chuck in a few, like, interesting the fills. Parts, and yeah. yeah, and there's a solo... Yeah. Yeah, especially live, yeah. yeah live, live. Is, yeah.
1: Cool, like, a lot mm. of the old songs, like, our old drummer Casper, he actually was a guitarist who learnt drums for the band. Mm. So, like, all of our drumming was, like, super, like, basic and simple. Like, sounds really good, like, as it is, but having Lenny, like, when he joined the band, we were like, this is the songs, like, you do your thing. Like, if you wrote it, what, play what you would play and, like, which has really, like, lifted the energy of our live set, which has been really cool. And then transla- translating that into, like, the new songs we've been writing is really cool to have that, like like, more, like, energetic drumming, but, like, as Lenny was saying, he's been able to, like, hold back, like, when he does, but then when he, like, sh- gets to show off, it sounds really, really cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Looking at the most recent track that you've released, uh, Eyes Ahead, you know, it's already received some massive acclaim. I think it's a great song. Where did this one come from for you? What's the inception? Can take that one.
2: Um, that one. This one was written on the tour, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I think first tour in Melbourne.
2: Yeah. we sitting in the apartment. Yeah, so it was just kind of, like, um, a big transition period um, in in the band's, like, progression, I think. And uh, uh, it was just kind of thinking forward and, like, looking op- uh, to the optimistic um, future, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's hard to explain, but... Um,
1: it's about, like, looking forward, really. And, like, we sort of came... Like, it sort of came together on tour, like, yeah. the basics, like the chords and the lyrics and the mm-hmm. idea of the song. Because um, it was in a really weird time where we like just like just embarked on our first national tour like sort of like experiencing the east coast for the first time and we could have like really looked at like things in a negative way but we were like let's just like the world's our oyster basically like like eyes ahead and keep moving forward which is really cool and then when we got back after the tour we recorded that one and that was awesome that was a really fun one to
2: record yeah
0: now i'm not sure how much we can reveal about it but i know you've just uh come back from down south recording the new ep yeah Uh, What can you tell me About it You know And especially What I want to hear about Is Going down south To getting Being in I assume it was One house Just recording songs What was that like
1: Really really fun Yeah Yeah. so the EP is called Time Will Tell And it's got Five tracks on it I think we We should be alright To say the names Of the tracks I think (laughs) we're still Deciding on an order But I think we've got Eyes Ahead Which is already out Yeah the next single, Stockholm, which will be out in a couple of weeks, which is pretty cool. Watch, that, watch out for and that then No, that's all right. That'll be all good. And no, then I'm that's done. exciting. And yeah. then... Tough Love. Tough Love, yeah, which is a bit of, more of a slower track, which is really cool. And then yeah. Pieces, which is a bit more experimental. And then... Silky Blends. Silky Blends, which is like straight mm. rock and roll track, like really heavy guitars, yeah. which is super cool. Mm. And, yeah, it was really interesting, like living all like under this in the same room for a week which we've done before on tour like yeah the first tour we like pretty much everywhere we stayed we were all in the same room all four of us but tour number two we decided like let's split it up like two people in one hotel room two in the other just so it's a little bit more spacious but i think we handled it pretty well
2: definitely yeah it was it definitely gave off like the tour energy us all being in the same place and um when writing the EP, I think we had a great time because um, Sam Ford from Tone City Records, he's like, build a new studio and that whole complex right, yeah. is, is beautiful. Yeah, it's, huge. it's it's so, um, uh, It's so easy to write freely when you're in such a nice environment. Mm. Yeah.
0: I don't know if there's something in the water here in Perth Uh, we've got so many amazing acts cropping up out of the what what actually is a pretty small city you know you only need to look at the space jane we had ash from dulcie on the show a couple weeks ago you know there's so many great acts what do you attribute that to
1: i think we got super lucky during covid where like on in perth um you could go you couldn't go to nightclubs but you could go to live music venues and so everyone was down there supporting each other and like people who wouldn't normally come to watch like a band play. He would normally be at like a nightclub. We're coming mm-hmm. down to like Indie Bar or Rosemount mm-hmm. and like coming down to the shows and supporting. So like it just created this like amazing network of friends. Like all of our closest friends are all in bands. Like we've got Dear Sunday, King yeah. Blue, mm. South Summit. Like all those guys are just like
0: oh, we have one closest of guys friends.
1: Yeah, on they're they're yeah. smashing it as well. But yeah. yeah, it's just like real sense of community, which has been really, really yeah, cool. I yeah, I think
2: that's the biggest thing. Like everyone is so supportive in WA of each other and everyone wants the best for uh, the other bands you know yeah, most it's of not really are, yeah. competitive it's mm. um and i've heard from um a couple of bands over east that that community can get quite competitive Yeah. yeah. and like we yeah. haven't really experienced that too much it's all yeah. just been like you're just mates with the other bands yeah like i think yeah, if
1: we're not playing a show we'll be like at a gig on the weekend like friday and saturday night yeah. which is really really cool to be able to like see like yeah, like other bands supporting each other and singing along and like getting down to the shows, which is really cool.
0: Yeah, do you think there's something in the
1: lifestyle? You know, Perth's pretty laid back. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely attributes yeah, to that, like being by the beach and like all yeah. like, all the music venues here are like really really like just welcoming and like mm. chill. Like indie bars, like a favorite of like all the bands, and yeah, then you got definitely. Rosemount and stuff, which is like still just a great environment where it's like you walk in there and you're instantly your mood's lifted by yeah ten wow. percent, which is
0: really cool. Looking to the future, I know the EP's out soon, but what else, what's next for Dice?
2: Um, we've got the tour yeah. Um, straight after that, so we're looking forward to getting over yeah. East again. Yeah. Um, playing a few shows, and uh, yeah, we are just, uh, I think we're going to take it as it comes. We've got a few things in the making, um, but we're keen to get back writing and doing yeah. shows.
1: Yeah. Hopefully start working on an album over the next 12 months, and then, but, yeah, nothing, nothing's locked in at this point. But, yeah, just really just taking each day as it comes and yeah. playing shows and having fun, really. As long as we're having fun,
0: then the rest just sort of comes. Mm. Yeah. Before I do let you go, we always like to ask a couple of reflection questions on, yeah. on the show. You know, first off, you're a few years in to Dice now. Is there an important highlight or lesson that stuck with you after these first few years?
1: I think a great lesson is to just put yourself out there. Yeah. When the band first started... Um, The guys didn't want to play a show and they were like no we're not ready we're not ready and i was like let's just do it Mm. like i booked the show and we sort of like got forced into playing it. and we like definitely learned a lot of lessons along the way with like making friends and like knowing like when you're ready for certain things and when you're not but yeah and just like yeah the sense of community is just like so like as we said before so amazing just to have like such a great support network around us and i'd I'd be forever grateful for that because we wouldn't be where we are today without all the other bands and like all like, their friends and our friends in Perth supporting us. That's
2: yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with that point. Just get out there. Um, I wouldn't be in the band if I didn't send that text message <laughs> saying, yeah. like, I, I, I want to be in your band, you know? Mm. Um, if you see an opportunity and you want to take it, don't hold back just because you're, like, scared of what yeah. people would think about it. Just yeah, go yeah. for it. you got yeah. nothing to lose. Exactly. Finally, hypothetical, we pose to
0: everyone here on the show. Your 15-year-old selves are sitting right in front of you. What advice are you giving them?
2: That wasn't long ago. Yeah, either. that's not <laughs> that long ago for you. Yeah. Um, Still.
0: Just
1: keep at it. Yeah. if you keep working hard, then things will work out, really, and treat people the way you want to be treated. Very firm believer of that.
2: Definitely, yeah. Um, I think I'd say don't take life too seriously. Just, like, take it as it comes and enjoy every moment because um, I think I was quite stressed in school and... um. You can still try as hard as you can without stressing too much. You don't have to, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You don't have to stress about things. Yeah. Absolutely. Before I let you go, where can we find you guys?
1: Uh, On Spotify. You search up Dice DICE. and then if you uh, go Dice underscore the band on Instagram and then that's pretty much all the socials. And then we're playing an East Coast tour uh, in May and then Mm. we are playing a Perth show on the... 10th of, 10th, of June. 10th of June he beat me to it I'm normally, I'm, normally I'm first to those so <laughs> well done and
0: that's at the recabite. So, yeah, super excited for that one love to hear it that is how did I get here for today you can find us student underscore edge on Instagram student edge on TikTok you search us up student edge how did I get here on YouTube and head to studentedge.org for all our articles podcast deals competitions career tips education advice and much much more guys thank you so much for joining me today oh, thanks it. so much Charlie had a great
2: time thanks man